Hello, you have tuned in to Cut the Noise, a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. I'm your host Shitakshi, and today is Tuesday, the fifth of September. Today is a special day, a day when we celebrate the incredible educators who shape our future. It's Teachers' Day, and we have a heartfelt wish for all the teachers out there. To the teachers who inspire, nurture, and empower, we want to say thank you. Your dedication, patience, and passion for teaching are the building blocks of a better world. So happy Teachers' Day! Thank you for being the guiding stars in our educational journey. We appreciate you more than words we can express. Now let's delve into the latest news from around the nation and across the globe. So without any delay, let's dive into today's top headlines. Our first story today comes from the political arena. President of Bharat Congress heads out at centre after G20 invite. Says India bloc will remain undeterred. The Congress party has taken a stand against the government following the G20 invite and expressed their unwavering support for the India bloc. Next, moving on to an eco-friendly initiative in the nation's capital, Delhi Lieutenant Governor, Chief Minister together launch 400 electric bus. Delhi's Lieutenant Governor and Chief Minister have joined forces to introduce a whooping 400 electric buses. Shifting gears to a heated controversy, Sanatan Dharam Rao, DMK supporters burn effigy of Ayodhya Sia who threatened to behead Udayanidhi Stalin. Sparks are flying as supporters of the DMK express their outrage by burning an effigy of the Ayodhya Seer, who made threatening remarks against Udayanidhi Stalin. Turning our attention to global diplomacy, it seems like there is a significant development in international relations as North Korea's Kim Jong-un and Russia's Vladimir Putin prepare for a meeting to discuss an arms deal. We'll break down the details. Now on to the latest health update from the United States. The United States is in the spotlight as the first lady tests positive for COVID-19 while President Joe Biden receives a negative result. Heading back to business news, Bharpia, a prominent Indian fintech company, is reportedly in discussions to secure $100 million in a fresh equity round with the existing investors. Wrapping up with the sports update, cricket enthusiasts, take note, the Indian ODI World Cup 2023 squad has been announced and it's causing quite a stir with notable omissions. Stay tuned to find out who made the cut and who didn't. Now let's dive into the details. President of Bharat. Congress on Tuesday launched an attack at the Bharatiya Janata Party-led centre after the Rashtrapati Bhavan reportedly sent out an invite for a G20 summit dinner scheduled to be held on September 9 in the name of President of Bharat instead of the usual President of India. Congress General Secretary Jairam Ramesh wrote on X, formerly Twitter, that so the news is indeed true. Rashtrapati Bhavan has been sent out an invite for a G20 dinner on the September 9th in the name of President of Bharat instead of the usual President of India. Now Article 1 in the Constitution can read, Bharat, that was India, shall be a union of states. But now even this union of states is under assault. Taking a dig at Prime Minister Narendra Modi, he said that the opposition will not deterred by the usage of Bharat and explained that the objective of the India bloc is Bharat, bring harmony, amity, reconciliation and trust. Jodega Bharat, Jitega India. Moving on to another national news, 
Delhi Lieutenant Governor VK Saxena and Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today flagged off 400 electric buses taking the number of such buses to 800 in the national capital. The flag off event happened at the IP depot in Delhi. The number of electric buses has now gone up to 800 in Delhi. I want to congratulate Delhi's on this. Delhi Transport Minister Kailash Gehlot said at the flagging off event later in a post on X Mr Kejriwal explained the breakout of the budget outlay for the buses. Mr. K. Jival said in a Hindi post that together with the Honorable Lieutenant Governor flagged off 400 new electric buses today and dedicated them to the people of Delhi. These buses are part of the 921 buses under the subsidy scheme for which a subsidy of rupees 417 crore has been given by the centre and the Delhi government will spend 3,674 crore. Moving our focus to another big national news. DMK supporters on Tuesday burnt the effigy of Hindus here. Paramhansa Acharya in response to his threat to Bihid Udayanidhi Stalin over the Tamil Nadu minister's controversial remarks on Sanatan Dharam. The burning of Paramhans Acharya's effigy by the supporters of Tamil Nadu's ruling party took place in the state's Velour city. Expressing strong objection to Udayanidhi's statement, the Ayodhya-based seer has announced a reward of Rs 10 crore for whoever brings him the severed head of the DMK leader. He should apologise for whatever he has said against our Sanatan Dharma. And if he does not apologise, no matter if he is the son of a chief minister, he will get the punishment. Paramhans Acharya had announced, adding, I will pay Rs 10 crore cash reward to anyone who beheads Stalin and brings his head to me. If his head doesn't get beheaded, I will increase the bounty. If at all required, I will myself behead him, he had further said. Moving on to international news, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un expects to make a rare trip abroad to meet with President Volodymyr Putin in Russia to discuss providing arms to Moscow for its war in Ukraine, the United States said Monday. Ukraine is pushing a highly scrutinized counteroffensive in both the South and East that Putin on Monday dismissed as a failure, though Moscow appears eager to urgently secure more military supplies to bolster its forces. The White House National Security Council spokeswoman Adrienne Watson said the arms negotiations between Russia and the DPRK are actively advancing, using an acronym for North Korea. We have information that Kim Jong-un expects these discussions to continue to include leader-level diplomatic engagement in Russia, she added. The United States last week warned that Russia was already in secret talks with the North to acquire a range of munitions and supplies for Moscow's war effort. Kim is likely to head by armoured train later this month to Vladivostok on Russia's Pacific coast, not far from North Korea, to meet with Putin, according to the New York Times. Moving on to another international news, U.S. First Lady Jill Biden on Monday tested positive for COVID, the White House said. President Joe Biden tested negative. The 72-year-old First Lady is experiencing only mild symptoms, her office said, and will remain in the couple's home in Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. Jill Biden last tested positive for COVID a year ago. President Biden, 80, was administered a COVID test Monday evening and tested negative. The White House said, adding that he will continue regular testing and monitor for symptoms. The United States has been experiencing a rise in COVID cases and hospitalizations in recent weeks. Moving on to business news, fintech startup Bharat Pay is reportedly in talks with its existing investors to raise up to $100 million in a fresh equity funding round. The Delhi-based company is also trying to onboard new investors in this round. 
sources were quoted as saying by the economic times bharat pay hit a valuation of 3 billion dollars after it had raised a major equity round in 2021 however the new round is being negotiated at a lower valuation the sources further revealed This also came after the top level talent including Nishant Jain chief business officer Prashant Ganneja vice president of organized trade miss mid-sized retailers Ashish Agarwal vice president in charge of user growth Anurag Rathor vice president of products and Rahul Chauhan who was head of product design at the company have all moved on another source was quoted as saying by ET Shifting our focus to sports news, Ajit Agarkar led selection committee has announced a 15-member squad for the upcoming ODI World Cup 2023 on Tuesday. Sanju Samson, Tilak Verma, and Prasiddh Krishna have missed out on the squad after being part of the ongoing Asia Cup 2023 in Sri Lanka. There is no surprise in India's top order led by the skipper Rohit Sharma, Shubhman Gill and Virat Kohli. Shreyas Iyer, KL Rahul, Ishan Kishan, Suryakumar Yadav and vice captain Hardik Pandya will bolster the middle order. India are going with only one proper spinner Kuldeep Yadav and without any off spinner in the home world cup as Ravichandran Ashwin and Yuzvendra Chahal are not part of the squad. However, Ravindra Jadeja and Akshar Patel are the two spin bowling options for the side while Jaspreet Bumrah will lead the pace attack along with Mohammad Shami, Mohammad Siraj and Shardul Thakur. And that concludes today's top stories. We will be back soon with more in-depth coverage and analysis on these news items and more. Thank you for tuning into Jagran News podcast. Stay tuned.